This is a GRDC podcast. When 240 northern cattle producers were interviewed for a research project investigating how vulnerable livestock producers are when faced with change, the findings were similar to results from other agricultural industries and commercial fishers, and could equally be applied to grain growers. Hello, I'm Tony Crowley. In today's podcast, CSIRO social scientist Dr Nadine Marshall takes us into the fascinating world of character traits and behaviour. Whether we're born with them or learn them, these traits help shape how we cope and adapt when confronted with change. Dr Marshall is from CSIRO's Land and Water Division at Townsville in northern Queensland and she told Stacey Wordsworth the surveyed cattle producers could be categorised into four main types. Nadine Marshall. So in our first type of group, we have people who are highly resilient to change. They're very, very well able to cope with change, to be very strategic about it, incorporate that into their uh, decision-making and um, and be successful through time. The second group is a very small group as well, and um, they're very resilient but for very different reasons. They're very good at managing risk. They know how to manage for uncertainty. They know how to incorporate risk into their planning processes. The third category, I would suggest, are very vulnerable uh, farmers. They're not very strategic. They're not very interested in planning for the future. They're not very well networked and not very well protected with uh, emotional and financial buffers. The fourth category are also highly vulnerable, but again, for very different reasons. They tend to not have any skill sets at all around trying to manage for uncertainty and to incorporate that risk into their future plans. In practical terms, how important is being able to change uh, in terms of business success? Look, while things are good, everything's stable, I think we have the opportunity for all of our industries to go really well. But I think when we're talking about resilience over the longer term, those who can cope and adapt to surprises that come along, they're the ones who in in the long term will do better than others. Are you born with those characteristics or is that something you can learn? Look, it's a great question. We assume that that's what happens. But I think based on the characteristics that we've looked at in defining vulnerability and the typologies, there are certainly things that we can learn or support each other with. So developing a skill set to manage risk and to, um, to be strategic is certainly things that we can learn. Developing emotional and financial buffers is certainly um, something that we can create around us and be aware of and support, and certainly developing an interest in change and developing strategic plans is something that we all can help by talking about in the media and creating an interest. Your uh, body of work is based on interviewing cattle producers, but is it, is it safe to assume that those behaviour types are fairly uniform across all different commodities and types of farming? Look, I think so, Stacey. We've done this work in the commercial fishing industry, in the beef industry, in the peanut industry, and we think that there are very similar patterns that we can expect within the grain industry. What is the most challenging thing about changing? What, what, what is it that makes people resist it? It's hard and it's expensive, really. Ideally, people need to be aware of change. They need to come up with great ideas that they could incorporate into their lives. But to know which idea is going to be good, people need to experiment with them, refine them, work out uh, whether they're going to work or not, and uh, refine and learn and adapt. And that's a very, very continual process. Unfortunately, it's much easier to remain stable. Well, that's our culture, but I think our culture is going to quite significantly have to change. Do you see much variation in 
age groups and within gender in terms of our ability to, to cope with it? Certainly not with age group. We've looked really, really um, actively to see whether older people tend to be much more resistant to change. It's not. Change and being able to go through change processes is an attitude and a skill set. We do think that women are naturally better networked or they're more likely to call on their networks during crisis times. So women have a slight advantage over men when it does come through experiencing lots of crises at once. Farming um, is a very close-knit industry. I I guess it can also borderline on on being a bit insular at times. How conducive is that to handling change? We've looked at the problems of insularity and have found that farmers who have got really strong, lovely community networks actually don't do better through time because they're not exposing themselves to new, fresh ideas. They're reinforcing the ideas they already have with their colleagues and their family. What we're finding is it's the the farmers who are very business-oriented, very strategic, who have weak links with others in the broader community, with government, with uh, other information sources. They tend to have a more novel suite of options available to them and resources that they can access and through time they seem to be doing better. What are the most challenging areas at the moment? We hear all the time about the fact that we're living in a time of unprecedented change whether that has to do with technology or climate change for example. Some people believe in it, some people don't. So what are those challenging areas? Look I think every generation for the last many thousand of years have really been challenged with change. Um, Every generation has its own unique uh, challenges. But I think what farmers are currently exposed to are a lot of changes happening at once, regardless of whether it's um, climate change, drought, environmental change, regulatory change, market changes, change on all fronts, all happening at the one time. So it is a pretty scary time, but I don't think it's a unique time. How beneficial could it potentially be for somebody to go, right, I I recognise I'm not great with change, I'm actively going to go out and try and change that, try try and improve it? Okay, I think there are four things that an individual can do. They really need to get their head around the fact that they can't predict the future. The future is uncertain, but depending on comfort with uh, risk, there are strategies that you can learn that takes into account various scenarios and you can choose the scenarios that you want that will minimise the, uh, the risk uh, for you. Secondly, it's developing strategic skill sets. That's about understanding the options and experimenting with them and refining them until you get a good plan. Thirdly, it's about surrounding yourself with good buffers emotionally, so friends, family, and uh, financially. Money's, uh, having access to money during crisis times is really important. And fourthly, it's being interested in change. It's talking about what other people are doing in order to face some sort of challenge and, and really learning from each other in a very collaborative way to put the whole industry ahead of the game. How long of a process is, is changing yourself in this way? It really does need to be a continual process. You don't ever get to a point where you say, I've changed and I'm fine. (laughs) It's just not how it happens. We have to change our culture from one of stability and seeing ourselves as very stable people to a species that is continually coping and adapting, going through change, working out what went wrong, refining it and placing ourselves in a better spot for the next one. And look, if somebody's listening and thinking, I would like to do this, what are some tools or resources or or where can we find further information? Look, I think we're at very, very early stages, but I think our communities generally, the industries in general, are starting to be very aware of the need to really invest in people. So I would highly recommend that individuals see themselves as something to invest in as much as they would invest in developing their technologies or their infrastructure. See the individual as something that needs to be nurtured and have skills developed 
uh, within each of us. And what will the benefits be? I think it's over the long term, it will be survival. (laughs) It will be uh, the ability to go through change events confidently and um, make the most of the good years, make the most of the opportunities and to minimise the costs associated with the negative aspects of change. Nadine Marshall from CSIRO, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Stacey. And Nadine is a social scientist with CSIRO Land and Water at Townsville. I'm Tony Crowley, and you've been listening to a GRDC podcast. <laughs>